Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm, I'm still sort of, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I'm sort of crushed because all the sports I've been looking forward to for weeks and months, the start of spring practice on Friday the 13th, Major League Baseball starting games in two weeks. Uh, all these things we're looking forward to being canceled, and I completely understand why it's the right thing to do, but it doesn't make it any less depressing. On the other hand, uh, we should all focus on our health and our neighbor's health and our family's health and uh, making smart decisions about doing what we can to uh, to minimize uh, the risk of transmission. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, I do get it, and I think that um... – Here's the thing. I mean, being honest about it, if Alabama were like a two or a three or a four or just seed or certainly in the tournament, I'd probably be a little madder about it. I'm not that upset about it. Um, I kind of get it. Um, you know, but it, it, man, sports is a healer. So I feel like we're missing out on that a little bit. Um, and I feel like as podcasters who talk about sports, people have forgotten about what's going to happen to us. <laughs> right. Uh, poor us. But poor us. No, um, you know, I, I do think it's the right thing to do ultimately. And I think to for them to do it, they had to, they had to do it all this way. I mean, if the NBA was going to cancel uh, or at least suspend the season, Major League Baseball had to. And if right. uh, the – and if Duke said they weren't going to go to a tournament, go to the tournament, then everybody else has to say we're not going to tournament. Now, Duke probably already knew the tournament was going to be canceled is why Duke did that. Um, what a Duke thing to do. Regardless. Well, here's the thing. After today and maybe, you know, the reverberations of this die down a little bit, is you and I are going to be like um, – you know, me after on my first date after my divorce, it's going to be like, what do, what do we talk about? How do, how do we do this again? What are we going to do here? Because, <laughs> I mean, we're going to come up with some very unique and fun ways to pass the time. But, you know, College World Series is done. There's not going to be one. The, the softball World Series is done. There's not going to be one. There's not – I don't even know what's going to happen with spring practice yet. To my knowledge, as of this recording, they hadn't called it off. But um, I would assume there's not going to be an A-Day. I mean, we talked about that before, that there probably won't be an A-Day, which this year for Alabama wasn't going to be a huge deal because there are only going to be 30,000 people in there anyway. Um, but it's a huge deal in that we don't we might not get to see Bryce, Brown, Bryce Young practice. That's a big deal. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, – it's a big deal and it is very humbling and sad. And um, I do feel for the players and I'll tell you what I was shocked to hear today, you know, you and I, and probably every older person listening to this podcast, we always are of the belief like, Oh, we give our, you know, our right pinky finger. We go Ronnie lot without even the necessity of taking the finger off because of pain. We just take that finger off to play in a college game. Just one time. But, you know, the guys that play it all the time, uh, several of them today apparently were like, you know, we guys, y'all all think we're dying to go out there and play in the middle of this pandemic. We're not. 
And once I realized, okay, the players kind of don't want to be there, like the college players don't. I get why the NBA players and the and the major league players don't want to be there. I mean, they're going to get paid regardless. But once the college players sit, came out with the attitude of, you know, we we don't really want to be here. We even just a few of them. It made me realize, okay, this this is not going to be the same kind of tournament we want it to be anyway. So let's let's throw the the towel in on this one and try again next year. Yeah. Yep. I think, uh, well, one thing we want everybody to stick with us. Don't give up on locked on Bama because there aren't games. Hopefully there'll be football practices to discuss, hopefully, or if they decide not to practice or, or the NCAA says no one's going to, going to practice, uh, stick with us. You'll be surprised at how creative we get about, uh, content. Uh, we will still have a, quality sports talk here uh in anticipation of uh the resumption of uh, of football and other sports uh we will we'll try to be funny we've never done that we haven't been funny yet now we have to start being funny so that'll be some uh some good pressure It'll be like us at the free throw line with the game on the line can we be funny finally uh so that's something to listen to but we'll we'll come up with some good uh we'll come up with some good content even in a sportsless world something um i think if that's what it is if your analogy is us being funny compared to a pressure pack free throw i'm afraid we're about to hear a lot of air ball air ball <laughs> we uh, are there's a good chance of that we did have a good hey but we a good, striking out as a part of sports it's very it's very sportsy yeah. if we strike out well um we did have a good text exchange a minute ago and we said, maybe we should save this for the podcast. It was kind of like George and Jerry when they were talking and George says, this is the show right there. And he's like, Jerry's like, what are you talking about? No, what we just did. That's the show. Cause you said, I told you I can't do the podcast for a few minutes. Cause I'm at Walmart. You said, get me some hand sanitizer. I said, they're all out. You said, I know. Um, and it'll be impossible <laughs> to find for months. And I said, well, I just watched a news story earlier tonight on how to make your own homemade hand sanitizer. And frankly, I'd rather just get the virus. And, yep. and, and I was like, how don't waste that. Yeah, use like, the don't, good don't waste that. Don't waste that. We need we need that for content. Say <laughs> say that out loud in a few minutes when we start recording. We need we need good jokes. And that was a good one. But you know, Jimmy, it is <laughs> at first I think it is a very sad thing, but we're going to take a break here for a second, go to some of our fantastic sponsors and come back. And I'm going to tell you how I think we can spin this into a positive. Okay, Jimmy, here's where I think this can be a positive thing. Okay. I know, hear me out. I'm going to sound a little crazy, but hear me out. We've all become so sports centric and we've um, saturated the market with sports saturated. I mean, there's the ESPN, the Ocho used to be a joke. Now people are wondering like, why is my game on the Ocho? What's on the Ocho? Yeah. What's on the Ocho? But so we are about to be forced to be without sports for at least a month, probably a little bit more until we really get back into it. And I think especially for the college side, like college baseball and for college softball and for college basketball, I think that we can um this will give everybody a chance to 
appreciate the sport a little more and maybe re-embrace it now that it's, I mean, it's sort of like uh, letting a, a girl you, you think you love, she's really hot, great body, super personality, your parents love her. And, but you know what? You're kind of like that, hey, you know, there's some other fish out there and you break up with her. And then, you know, two weeks later, you're like, God, I miss Sally. And you call her up and is, the love has never been stronger. So maybe we can get back together with college basketball, college baseball, and college softball. And maybe we can appreciate a little bit more because there was declining attendance. There was a little bit of a lack of passion nationwide. I mean, yes, the, you know, Auburn's going crazy for Bruce Pearl right now, as well they should. But th- that's not the norm anymore. I mean, there seems to be a little magic loss from uh, Cameron Indoor, from uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I mean, it, it seems to be. And so maybe taking this year off from a year where there's FBI investigations and everything else, maybe next year when this comes around, we'll appreciate a little bit more and be more into it. What do you think? Well, I'm thinking I don't know why you dumped the good-looking girl with the good personality and the super hot body. I don't have no idea what the hell you were thinking there. I mean, that's that's not a good idea to dump that and, and well, hope she did, appreciate she, it more later. She had a chronic booger in her nose all the time i forget to tell you that well she should get some coronavirus and sneeze it out (laughs) well she's that's what happened she got the coronavirus (laughs) cleared her sinuses and now you love her again that's what we're doing here so that's what we're doing here we're clearing our sinuses that's what we're doing uh yeah i can can see some of that I, i don't think sports fans appreciate sports enough sometimes i i i've always get on to myself about that but uh, i always like reminding people like whether you're watching sports center and looking at the top 10 plays or uh you know i, w- I watched a story the other day uh, on on luka Doncic and, and had a lot of his highlights and of course i've seen him you know play for stretches of time uh watching a few mavericks games and 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 it struck me watching him i'm like sports fans we we don't appreciate greatness enough i mean that that kid is so unbelievably gifted and and, and we we should we should be more appreciative of of the honor uh the privilege of watching the lucas the lebrons uh you know steph curry's now back he's he's the greatest he's the greatest shooter of the basketball i've ever seen in my whole life and maybe with sports being gone for a while it'll make us appreciate that greatness that we get to witness, uh, whether it's Mike Trout playing baseball or or LeBron playing basketball uh, or, or or you know Jalen Waddle returning a punt, uh, just just that greatness uh, we we get spoiled. Maybe it's because, like you said, Luke, we get so inundated with with when all the sports are playing and all of it's going on at the same time. Uh, but but as sports fans, I mean, that's why we watch, right? When when Steph Curry just knocks down a 30-footer uh, and, 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 and when, when Luka scores an impossible shot in the middle of the lane or, or when, when Mike Trout hits a home run and, and then in his next at bat hits a single and steals second, um, we just need to learn to appreciate that greatness more and maybe, uh, maybe by missing it we'll do that. And, and that's where I was going with this. And, and also I think because of the off time, number one, 
because this happened, we obviously will be better prepared for it the next time. And that goes for everybody, because I'm sure there's probably some kind of insurance policy the city of Nashville could could have bought for losing this tournament under these circumstances that they thought probably wasn't a good deal. And, you know, now it looks like it would have been a great deal that they may buy next time. I don't know that that happened. I'm just using Nashville as potentially one. I mean, you know, could be the same, the same he said for uh, Madison square garden for the, uh, um, this round of 16. And, you know, who knows? I wonder if they do have insurance policies for things like that. Um, But I also think, this is a chance for the for everything to slow down a little bit for the NCAA. And I know that sounds stupid right now because I'm sure everybody's putting in triple time. But really, with all the sports down, like literally down, they should be, after the first few days of, of chaos simmer down, that they should be able to go through and figure out, okay, what's really working in this sport? And let's go ahead and knock this – this investigation shit out. Let's go ahead and get all this Kansas and Auburn and um, Memphis and whatever, you know, all the people that we're looking at for the LSU, the FBI shit, let's knock all that out and be done with it. So it doesn't just linger and it's not just out there. Y'all don't have anything else to do now. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are good for a while. I mean, it's going to be a couple of days of chaos and then you're going to have, you're going to be like us podcasters looking for stuff to do. And so, that's a good thing. Knock out some of the stuff that do some spring cleaning and also figure out some, you know, figure out some other things about rules, about how you want to do this going forward, about um, make a decision very quickly on are the players uh, who were seniors that missed the opportunity to play for a championship, are they eligible next year? I mean, that's something that's being floated out on Twitter a lot right now. And I think it's a good idea for the baseball and the softball and the spring sports. I don't really want to do it for basketball, maybe maybe because it doesn't help Alabama much. But, no, I really think that it, it basketball is a little bit different. There, there are just so few players. Um, and I think it would kind of rob some of the new guys coming in of some opportunities. And, you know, if they had known so-and-so was going to be coming back, they might not have signed with that school. Um, baseball and and softball, maybe a little different. They've got bigger rosters. And I think what you can do is say, okay, those guys, those particular seniors who would have played in these championships, they don't count against your scholarship limit. We're not robbing anybody of any scholarship. This was a Strange circumstance, and it's universal. It's for every school. So it's not something that we're going to do for LSU if they have, say, a you know Katrina hit, or for Alabama if, say, or tornado hits. We're not doing it for one school. We're doing this for everybody one time because it affected everybody. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good to me. I do like what you said, uh, and I agree totally. In terms of like, uh, I I do think the baseball, softball, and the spring sports that were barely getting underway, uh, I think all of those seniors should be given an extra year of eligibility. I'm totally on board with that. Uh, but basketball, I would not. Uh, for one thing, it's a super high revenue sport and should be treated differently than the others. But the main thing is basketball, though they were robbed of the right to play for a championship at the end. But but the season was basically over for 90 percent uh, of the players, uh, you know, in, yes. in the sport. I mean, the season was basically over. Everybody else was most everybody was just playing, 
one more game or two more games and, 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 and a handful of teams, you know, uh, feel bad for the Dayton and San Diego States that were had a legitimate chance maybe to, to get in the tournament in advance. Uh, I feel bad, bad for that. But, you know, basketball is basically over. It's the baseball and softball and golf, uh, you know, the, the, the real spring sports that were just starting. Uh, uh, th- those kids are the ones that really, uh, really got robbed. Yeah, they didn't even get to conference play. And I think that's what should be the determining factor. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's great Alabama beats UAB in a midweek game in baseball, but I don't really much care. Um, I do care if Alabama was how they were going to do against Missouri this weekend. And, um, right. you know, there, there is talk. Apparently, the Southeastern Conference hasn't come out and said, okay, we're not, not doing our conference uh, season and conference games. We may, but it, they're not going to do it. It's, it's, there's too much out there now because you can't practice, I guess. I mean, you can't have a group of people, which is fine right. for me. Nobody wants to be around me anyway. But, <laughs> but uh, you can't have a, you know, by my kids are in, three of my kids are in Ohio. And they can't even have a, they can't go anywhere where there might be a hundred people or something like that. My daughter was supposed to be in this big soccer tournament. She got invited to for an age group that's two years above her in Cincinnati. And, um, you know, it's just, they can't do it now. And so it sucks for her. Uh, I assume our trip to Atlantis will probably be off. I don't know that yet. I'm supposed to go in two weeks with the whole family for spring break, but I mean, the logistics of getting my three kids from Ohio to Atlanta now to meet me and then on to the Bahamas seem almost impossible based on everything that's going on. So I I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's disrupted a lot of stuff. But uh, again, I I still stand by this was the right move. Um, It just I think we're all sort of in a mourning period. I'm sorry that the NCAA canceled your uh, vacation to the Bahamas. Well, you know, they always are out to get Alabama, Jimmy. (laughs) It is. It is. But we'll have plenty to talk about. You know, the funny thing, I just made a joke on uh, Twitter a while ago that uh, now that I have no sports to watch for weeks, I'll probably get, you know, maybe I should uh, finally watch uh, The Godfather. I hear good things. And I made it a joke. But those that know me like you know that even though I was making a joke, uh, I was serious. I've never seen it. So now I'm definitely going to watch it. Now I'm going to watch it. I got nothing else to watch. I'm watching The Godfather 1 and 2, and I will report a review. Boy, am I going to be disappointed if it's bad. All right, Jimmy, you were talking about The Godfather, and yeah, I think, first of all, you may not have known this, I didn't ever see The Godfather until um, Krista and I started dating, Krista being my wife now, um, and Krista and I started dating 2013. And I'm going to say I finally watched the movie in 2014, plus or minus. And um, I'd never seen it before. And I love mobster movies. I love gangster movies. I love um, good movies. And when I saw it, I thought it was damn good. But did I fall out in the floor like so many other people have? I, I did not. And I offended okay. some people that are in our little uh conference room internet chat team and uh, i mean like one of them was like you're out of your damn mind and (laughs) it is really good but you know i'm i'm so spoiled now it's sort of like going back to watch star wars if you go back and watch star wars now you're like what the hell are the special effects in this thing or or i mean my favorite movie of all time is jaws 
but it's only my wow. favorite because I've mentally blocked out the scene where the shark literally jumps onto the boat because that's yeah, when I know. It's, it's okay, the fakest this is looking. It's the it's the fakest. That's the yeah. worst. That that's when you know you're watching a movie in the seventies. That 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 one scene almost ruined the movie because the mechanical shark was so bad. And the, and you the, take that it one scene. Yep. 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 Got to take they, it out. They, the scariest scene in that movie is the the first scene when the girl's out in the ocean and she swims out like a dumbass and the shark's <laughs> like tugging on her, which is also, you know, now that I think about it, Jaws pretty much just swallowed everybody else. Why did he tug on her a little bit? <laughs> he was playing with this. He was playing with this food. Well, hey, maybe, you know, you know I- that. Maybe he was trying to get a taste for human flesh, and he was like, okay, let me just try it out. You know, he's like at the buffet, like, oh, try it out. I mean, it's good. I, I basically live at the ocean. You know, we, we live like 30 minutes from the ocean, and I don't think it had anything to do with the opening scene of Jaws. I'm, if, if the movie had never existed and there had never been a movie that showed a shark eating someone, as far as I'm concerned, that she had it coming. Who in the world jumps into the ocean and swims out two or three hundred yards at night. Who does that? It, 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 topless. Oh well, okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pro the topless part. I'm, I'm what I'm pro- saying is, who's like, <laughs> yeah. who's like, I'm going to jump out in the ocean topless and just swim about forty yards out at, at, at midnight. Sense. It, I mean, it, 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 it's just insane. In, so I'm like watching that scene, you know, rooting for the shark. Well, of course we were rooting for the shark. If the if the first scene was her swimming out topless, and number one, we don't get to see anything. And and then like she just swims back and we still don't see anything. And we're like, what the hell? I thought there was a shark. And like the whole movie, there's not a shark. It's like they just talk about was, sharks. They're like, there's never a shark. There's not even a tag. They just they're like sharks like, suck, man. man. She should have been eaten by a shark for being that dumb. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, who who swims three hundred yards? from shore there was a buoy remember in that scene in there's like a buoy buoys well, always it, way offshore remember she grabs yeah, that's, a that's the other thing near a buoy i mean those are usually way offshore uh she just she just had it coming i don't i felt sorry for the little kintner kid that got killed later on you know in the raft and the surf but uh yeah. no the, the the chick in the opening scene that that's after midnight and uh swimming around naked 400 yards offshore she just had it coming uh, the Jaws, whatever, great movie, but yeah, I mean, you can still pick it apart. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it is the best whether. movie ever, but it is the best movie ever. It really is. Uh, this, this was kind of funny. This is no shit. Okay. So you and I did this podcast, I guess yesterday and I did, and I put it for today or whatever. And we had a lot of technical difficulties because I had charter come in this, <laughs> this is where, <laughs> Everybody listening to this Alabama podcast is like, um, when are y'all going to talk about Alabama? The sports have been canceled. The sports. This have is been a canceled. show about nothing. Has anybody had that idea before? <laughs> this um, is a show about nothing. Um, so, so Charter had like I canceled my phone service because nobody uses a landline anymore. So uh, she said, "Well, I got to send you a new router and modem because the old router and modem used your phone somehow." Which I don't. I mean, she could have said, "I need you need to buy a new blender because your your old modem uses your blender." I'd be like, "Oh God, I got to go get a blender." 
Um, but uh, so so she sends me a new router and modem, and it that's what I set up in yesterday and tried to get it to work. Well, you and I kept losing the signal or whatever. And so I called Charter, mad as a wet hen, and they said, luckily, somebody's in your area. And so the guy came by, and but before, and he fixed everything. But before um, before that, when they were trying to get my security stuff, they were like, okay, sir, we need your account number. And I was like, I don't know my account number. They said, well, it's on the lower left-hand portion of your bill. Oh, I said, oh, let me just go through my paperwork of shit I don't ever keep. I mean, who yeah. who keeps the charter keeps. bill? So <laughs> I didn't know it, we're required to keep that. Yeah, I know. So I said, okay. I said, man, I don't have that. And he said, okay, well, there's one other security question. What's your favorite movie? And I said, Jaws. I mean, like I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. And the guy laughed. I was like, you son of a he bitch. Laughed? It, cha- it changed <laughs> the landscape favorite? of American, the way we look at oceans. What are you talking about? Yeah. What's his favorite movie? Yeah. That's what I yeah, I'm saying. Oh, fine. What's your favorite movie, pal? Ted Two. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I mean, but yeah, I was insulted that he made fun of my favorite movie. I mean, it's not like I said my favorite movie was Caddyshack Two, which is the worst movie in the history of all that movies. Is, that is a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. I can't even look at Dan Aykroyd in the face since that movie. I mean, I can't when he's in other things now, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That- I ruined movies for 10 years. I didn't watch a movie for 10 years. <laughs> That's why you didn't watch Godfather. You're like, I just can't do it. I'm protesting right. all movies. Yep, it, um, was, it was that bad. Impressed, though, that you would go with Jaws as your answer and the answer to the security question and know it right <laughs> offhand because when I get asked those security questions, I don't remember what I answered the first time around. They get asked I also me, realize, uh, also realize I have to now change my security answer. Because I just told a shitload of people what my security code is. <laughs> Good point. Well, thankfully, nobody listens to our show. Yeah, I know. No one can I break into your right. stuff. Now that they know the answer to your security question, you know, I, you could, I could have be given like away some valuable guy. information if anyone ever listened. Do you know, I could be like that guy. Remember the old LifeLock commercials where the guy put his social security number on the bus and he was like, I dare somebody try and steal it. Like, <laughs> I could give away my social security number and people would be like, damn, I can't crack Luke's code. <laughs> like, all you gotta do is listen to the podcast, jackass. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> I don't want your money that bad. I was like, joke, yeah, jokes would be on you if it's you like steal mine, Danny. You're gonna owe a shitload joke. of people. <laughs> yeah, that's your right. hand sanitizer joke. I'd rather get the virus. It's not worth it. All right, Jimmy. So you're going to Tuscaloosa right now, aren't you? Correct. I'm. Uh, that is correct. That is correct. Um, what the hell are you going to do now? Oh, uh, it, it was just basically to uh, to visit the visit the second home and uh, do some uh, do some work on the second home. So it wasn't it wasn't really a sports driven uh, trip. Well, you know, this is another thing that could be good about it. You know how every time. Auburn loses a football game. All the Auburn fans say, ah, you know, I just – We don't care about football anymore. spend some more time with the family. Right. You can now actually spend some more time with the family. I don't know if that's <laughs> going to be good or bad, but you can actually do it. Well, what will be obviously uh, a little weird as well uh, uh, is spring break officially starts tomorrow. Uh, I don't think students are going to school anyway because of the uh, because of the virus. 
So uh, it's going to be uh, odd uh, being up here on a weekend where there's no sport, a March weekend where there's no sports and no students. So that's going to uh, it's going to be a little odd, but just a quick trip up and back and uh, won't be gone long at all. And, and maybe there'll be a football practice tomorrow. I, I'm guessing not. I'm guessing not. But 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 we don't know for sure yet. Well, all right. I mean, this is, hey guys, if y'all thought this podcast was blistering with information, y'all just wait till the next few. Well, we got a couple of good content ideas uh, on Crimson Country Club. I uh, ranked the team one through 64, one through 65. And uh, of all the returning vets, we can, we can argue and discuss uh, how poor my uh, rankings were. Uh, we could do that on uh, no, on Jimmy. The next you just episode. That's brilliant. We're going to do that next time. I just had a good idea. We're going to rank them, and then we're going to do our own tournament because we have sixty-four dudes that are coming back. And if we got sixty-five, he's getting left out. We he can be the play-in game with sixty-four. That's fine. Then we're going to rank them, and we're going to have them play in a bracketed tournament to figure out who the most important actual player is this year on the football team that's brilliant well that's we we accidentally just came up with that great idea uh, uh, a 64 man bracket and uh we'll figure out the uh you know we got to figure out what the parameters are we talking about best player most important <laughs> player most viable player best best now best in the future we have to uh we have to figure out all the all the parameters but once we do that we got one uh we got one hell we have our own march madness tournament I dig it. Oh, I'm working on that tonight. By the way, uh, where you just stumbled upon this brilliant idea, it reminds me of the Dan Lebetard show. They have a commercial with Stu Goss. You ever listen to that show? Uh, here and there. It's pretty good. Okay. I I like it. I used to hate it because Lebetard hates Levitard Saban. hates him some Nick Saban. My goodness, he hates Nick Saban. I don't know if he still does. He never talks about him anymore. And when he does, he talks about him glowingly, kind of. But um. Huh. Lebetard's a Miami guy, so that's where that stemmed from. But Stu Gotts, who is like his co-host, is kind of a ne'er-do-well in a sense, and he's but he's really funny. <laughs> and um, Stu Gotts was r- ranting about something, and in the middle of the rant, he goes, I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. And Dan Lebetard goes, you just said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. He said, and everybody fell out laughing, and he said, you stumble upon genius comedy <laughs> the way everybody else searches for it. You just stumble into it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize. Well, yeah, I, that's, that's fantastic. I think you just yeah, did. It seems a little oxymoronic. Um, all right, buddy. Y'all have a good trip up to T-Town. We'll be, uh, we'll be good. And, and uh, we will uh, get started on our own March Madness We'll be our own bracketologists. We're going to get Lenardi involved. He ain't got shit to do now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, buddy. Roll oh, Tide. Good stuff. Roll Tide.